Welcome to Chronic Curiosity, where real people have real conversations. From anything to everything, and sometimes nothing. But if you enjoyed the show, we ask that you would make sure to follow, subscribe, do all the things that you're supposed to do, but more importantly, share it with a friend. interacting and communicating with everybody, different ideas, opinions, and thoughts to have real conversations. If you want to support the show, tell your friends. Or you can also go on the website, chronic-curiosity.com. You can donate there in USD or Bitcoin, or you can also pick yourself up a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, hat, even a coffee mug, with Bitcoin or USD to support the show. Hope you enjoy. And here we go. What uh, what have you been listening to lately? As far as music-wise? Yep. Oh, I, I dove, in, dove into some, uh, or not dove into, got back, some CCR. Ooh. Yeah, just... Uh, some heard it through the grapevine just jamming out because that song like recorded is like i think it's like a i don't know like a 12 minute song or something like that yeah. are we all are we everything running everything recording good cool no am i quiet you turned me up oh i told you before you could get some turn it up how about now how about now? Can you hear me now? Wait, that was I th- wait. I thought that guy was the one that got busted for the pedoism, but that's the subway guy. Never mind. Oh yeah, that's a, he's sorry. definitely serving subs on Epstein Island. Yeah, goddamn it, Jared. He's, there's even a subway on uh, whatever island. Oh, Epstein Island. <laughs> yeah, fast food. Looking, you got Jared from Subway. He's probably working the counter now. I think he's out of jail. He's working something. Yeah. Well clenching those butt cheeks <laughs> night night keep your butt hole tight <laughs> uh classic that's when i know you've had too much to drink <laughs> tony will come up and be like hey keep all your holes get that tight. duct tape out sorry <laughs> Seal her up. it happens all them holes tight that's right well happy new year <laughs> 2022 yeah we um i really i was thinking about the other day that we um it's been almost a, well, a year and like a quarter. But I was thinking about like me, like I remember like doing the the shows around New Year's and Christmas last year. And it's like, wow, we're still doing it. Here we are. And my doing it and doing it and doing, doing it, it right. <laughs> um, do you have any New Year's resolutions, Tony? No, not at all. If I'm going to do something, I'm just going to do something. That's I don't a- need an excuse <laughs> or a reason. I saw so my daughter just told somebody that the other day. It was it. Was it? Yeah, she said something about New Year's resolutions. She was like, "Guys, last year he does." They were New Year's revolutions. Oh yeah, they were revolutions. I was like, "She said, do you have any New Year's revolutions?" I was like, "Oh Jesus, stop! Yeah. I hope, I hope I not." Said, How about a revolution? <laughs> yeah, I said, "I hope there's no revolutions <laughs> this New Year's." But yeah, she's like, "Daddy just says he's just gonna do something." If you're gonna like, I don't need a day. Just do it or not do it. Either one. <laughs> just pick and decide. This isn't too bad. No, it's not bad. It's considerably better than some of the new riffs I've 
Yeah, because the one I had, I the, the one new riff I had was good, so I picked it up. And I was like, oh, this might be good. Yeah. A little single barrel. I'm not getting the gasoline and lightning bugs. Oh, that's good. It's very good. Yeah. <laughs> do you want a, a cube or are you good? Oh, I'll try a cube. It gives me a little heartburn sometimes if I do neat, neat off the rip. Yeah, I hear you. Got to lubricate the liver first before I start doing her neat. Right, right. Thank you. <laughs> you got to get it hydrated. That's what the ice is for. Duh. Those ALT and AST enzymes aren't up a little bit. You aren't doing it right. That's right. <laughs> um, do you have any? Last year we had we had semi predictions for twenty twenty one. Do you have any predictions for twenty twenty two? Oh, just more flaming dumpster fires. Yeah. More, yeah, more new variants of whatever bullshit they're peddling. Uh, I don't. Know, it, do you, Do you feel like there is a little bit of a shift in? the media or some of the things that they're reporting on, like calling out some of the BS. Yeah, at least, or at least the idea of the, of what the BS is, is changing, but I, I predict there's going to be good things happening in 2022. I'm, I'm not predicting that there's not going to be bad things yeah. <laughs> or which one will outweigh the other, but there's definitely going to be some good things. Were there any just, good, any good things in 2021 or was it just a pure dumpster fire? Mm, 2021, but was pretty rough when you look at, January to throughout the whole year. Well, you said in 2020, you were like, 2021 is going to make 2020 look like it's bitch. I did. And maybe not as far as, I don't know. I don't know what, what really about, maybe the lockdowns are worse in 2020. That was probably the low point of 2020. If you had to put it up there, it was probably, that was that the differing between the two because 2021 was still the same bullshit but that was probably the one difference that was a little better we weren't locked in our rooms like little children yeah (laughs) if there was one benefit to come out of it everything else was pretty much still the same dumpster fire (laughs) it may and even worse in some regards you know but what are you gonna do um cast predictions <laughs> I don't even know, bro. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. I took a little time off. Um well, I don't know if we've ever said it on the show. I put it out there on the socials one day that we were gonna that Christmas time like holidays were gonna be a little, you know, yeah. Sporadic and took some time with the family and hope everybody out there did the same and it was nice. I really I didn't completely back away from checking the fuckery on you know all the news and media and whatever but social media but i did back away and it was the social medias so yeah and that's basically what they are it, it was nice <laughs> i even st- i even stopped listening to so much podcasts and news and everything it was really nice give my mind a little break you went back to some music yeah a little bit of music and just working on stuff and just jamming out cool yeah it was it was nice. Um, Any resolutions for you? No, I don't make resolutions. I, uh, Any revolutions for you? No, I hope not. I've had some revelations. I did. I I, I had a um. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? It's so funny. He said revelations, and I could just see this cloud come over like, oh, my God, I figured out the righty-tighty, lefty yeah, maybe not, right, yeah. Is that what you were thinking? Here it comes. Yeah, so yeah, here, here we go. We'll start out. We'll start out with some fun. So what does... How, not not what it means because obviously we know what righty tighty lefty loosey means for the mo- for the vast majority of everybody. But how would you describe it? Because every single t- how would you describe what righty tighty lefty loosey means? Uh, I mean, I think of it as a set of directions for screwing something in or unscrewing something. Right, but why? Like, what's what's? How would you describe it if you were to say like this is what righty tighty well, like means? Clockwise what, versus counterclockwise. Yeah, that's what I always thought, and but. And that was the way when people would explain it, they'd say, I just know what it is. Cause I, you know, do, yeah. I know which way to turn a bolt just because that's what I do. Tank and it's reverse thread. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, there's reverse threads. will get you every once in a while. But like, that's, I did that for, I was an industrial mechanic for years. So like I, and I've done all, you know, whatever. So I understand, but like whenever I hear anybody say, well, it's clockwise, counterclockwise. Well, that's different from right and left because once you get to, the, if you're going clockwise, you get to the just, bottom of the clock. Well, yeah. It's going left now. You know what I mean? So it was, which way is left, which way is right. So the other day, and I don't know, maybe this is obviously not common knowledge because this is, I don't know if this is something I learned, like I figured out, or if it's just a theory of mine on how that saying came to be. So if you think about, if you're looking at a directional, you know, a rotational object, which way are you stronger turning it? It depends which, which hand, right? If you grab it with your left hand or versus you grab your right hand, it's, which, my, it's my strong hand. It's, yeah, my strong hand. But like, which if you were to grab a bottle of beer or something like that with a twist off cap, and I know you just rip the top off and whatever, <laughs> but if you were to do it, which hand would you hold the bottle in and which hand would you hold the cap in? Uh, usually I'd hold the bottle in the right hand, cap in the left hand. Right. And so for a long time, I used to think, well, my grip is stronger in my left hand because your right hand does more meticulous things. Right. And your left hand just kind of grabs stuff because you can't really do anything else with it. If you're right-handed. Well, I started thinking about it. What's, I think it's more so the direction of body mechanics. Which way are you stronger pushing something or pulling it in towards you? For the most part, the average person. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying I guess probably pulling. I'm thinking of like on average deadlift versus a, like a bench press. Right. So on average, so what I think it it refers to is righty tighty is if you're going to tighten something down rotationally, normally you would use your right hand. If you're going to loosen it, you would use your left hand because those rotational forces of like, if you were to grab a cylinder with each hand, like if you were to really, really wrap it, really wrap a thick one, you know what I mean? And hold it right there. Pop can Johnson. Yeah. But if you were to grab like a pole with both your hands, I can't, bro. Stop, stop, I know. Stop. I know. It is. You just, ah, oh, you mean like, <laughs> no, but like you're much stronger if you grab the same thing and brought your elbows in towards you and pulled it in towards you, right? Yeah. Versus trying to push your shoulders and elbows yeah. out. So if you want to tighten something rotationally, you would grab it with your right hand and rotationally pull it down towards you. And if you want to loosen it, you would grab it with your left hand and rotationally, you know, twist it. You're a lot stronger that way. Bro, how high were you when you came up with this? I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I was, so I was, <laughs> I was working on the chicken coop. No, I was working on my, I was working on the chicken coop and I was, I was, no, I was not inebriated or anything at this point. 
maybe a little bit, um, but not 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 too much to Scooch. run power tools. Um, but I was routing a like this channel out of this thing, so I had to change the bit. One, you have to grab this giant yeah. router in one hand, the wrench in the other. And I was thinking, like, as I'm doing, it, I'm like, well, I'd be a lot stronger if I did it this way and just rotate. And, rotate yeah. it. and I'm like, oh, like that matters. So I think that's my theory on how righty tighty lefty loosey came up is if you want to tighten it, use your right hand. If you want to loosen it, use your left hand. Gotcha. Did you look it up to see what the origin not. was? I didn't. Castle's probably over there just not even paying attention and not even trying to bull- not even trying to fact check my bullshit. It is. It's just righty tighty lefty loosey is the clockwise and counterclockwise. That's just yeah. not what it is. But I think originally it had to do with the left hand. It had to do with your left and right hand. I tried looking it up. Dexter yeah. and sinister. I don't know. Isn't that the Latin for left and right? Oh, maybe. I don't know. But to me that makes sense. Because the left hand is the sinister one, the stranger. <laughs> well, it's like the same idea of um it's just leverage. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so I would, I would imagine that would just make sense. Kind of like if you're tightening like a, a horizontal bolt, like a, a wheel nut, like you're going to be able to put a lot more torque on it. If you are able to pull up against the ground, then you're able to push down because you can only push as much as you weigh, but you can pull against the ground because you have leverage. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make this? Kind of. Yeah. I, I can mean, see where you're coming from there. Yeah, Cause it's a lot easier to like, if for the average, if you think about opening a screw top, whatever, like the ketchup or whatever it is, it's a lot easier if you have the top on your left hand, the bottle in your right hand to open it up than the other way around for the most part. And it's weird that rope, I don't know. Well, welcome to 2022. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you got your physics and mechanics. Yeah, there you go. And maybe everybody knew that and, or maybe I'm just an idiot. I don't know. It seemed to make sense to me though at the time. Cass, anything? No. No. Well. No. She it didn't seem super impressed when I told her about it. I, walk, I came in, I'm like, babe, I just had an epiphany. She's like, yeah, oh. I was like, I'm like mentally preparing myself. Like, okay, I'm not going to understand what he's saying. <laughs> so I'm just going to clear my mind and try to take it all in because that's usually what happens when he has these just epiphanies. And I was just drinking like, and nodding. I was like, oh, okay. There's clock though but like now yeah, i'm not that's... gonna say that i haven't had to sit there before when i have and go okay which way is actually i know that this is left but where are we <laughs> where are we starting at yeah, and then sometimes you have where you're not looking at it directly like there's any piece of equipment at the gym and you have to you're staring at it so you have to either turn it towards you or turn it away from you which makes you have to think a little bit harder okay which way is actually left and which way is actually right, right. And so, it so does if you are little... if it's horizontal or if it's vertical whatever it is if you have to rotationally turn something it righty would tighten it and your left hand would loosen it that makes a lot more sense than the clock to me because you can't say a rotational item is going left or right yeah, but i'm not going to use my right hand i'm going to use my left hand regardless yeah i mean you can do that but it might be easier so next time and next time anybody out there that can't get a jar open or something like that remember gotta tighten down elbows in like a chicken bring your elbows in and that's the key you mean not like a chicken chicken wings are out here well they you know so- like a chicken you bring your elbows in like <laughs> yeah i don't know chickens elbows are always in they're always tucked 
What if you see a chicken with its wings just walking around, like <laughs> outside, horizontal, side to side, all the time? It'd just be a, it'd be a, a bad chicken. Yeah, like, it's look like at, look at me, what, just walking just, around, just strutting the shit. Yeah. Hey, bro, I just go to the gym. Yeah, <laughs> King Kong ain't got shit on me. That chicken yeah, pumping iron, <laughs> pompous poultry. <laughs> yeah, so there's my starting twenty twenty two off with a note to self maybe <laughs> damn you guys that's how it's gonna be same as 2021 huh i see more, more dumpster fires more dumpster fires that's fine um resolutions guys or revolutions or no, not really yeah. i don't i don't think that they're dumb though i think that if it's gonna help some people set some goals and they like to start fresh i'm all for it yeah well, i don't think it's dumb either. Oh, yeah just, no absolutely yeah no I, yeah maybe we should have clarified that oh yeah we're I, talking shit about I, them <laughs> no i didn't feel like either one of us thought they were dumb i just if i'm gonna do it i feel like i'm already i don't need a holiday to tell me like hey it's time to but i get that sometimes yeah. people are like okay they just pass go and it's time to kind of start over. Uh, right. And you here's your 200 dollars. bucks. You're yeah. unless you know three spaces after that is that income tax though, and you get fucked. That's not. That's usually how it works though. Junior it's all right. Comes. The government's just gonna keep sending more. So yeah, that's true. We're, we're, they're good. I did set a that's word good. though. Last year I said a word, and this year I I said a word. I'm gonna try to be a little bit more authentic. See how that kind of like keep that thread throughout all the things. You know, not necessarily like goals, but yeah, oh, that's like, a good one. Something to. Yeah, it's a good mindset. I think last today. year was resilient. I don't know how how well I kept up on that, but hey, you made it this year. <laughs> so so yeah. yeah, so I kind of like that idea. Picking a word and all, all yeah. I can think about is just celebrity Jeopardy. Uh, and they just write a word down. It's like buck futta. <laughs> I'll take horse semen. <laughs> Horseman. <laughs> the penis mightier. I'm sorry, so that's the pen is mightier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I never, I never thought um, resolutions were were bad because it's just like setting a goal. If you don't yeah. set a goal, like you're never going to get there. But if you never start, you're never going to get there either. Yeah. So whatever you need, you have to set an actionable plan too, though. Yeah, not just your goal. Yeah, the goal's the. I guess it's okay to come up with a goal. Yeah, well, yeah. first. Yeah, I, I'm the same way though with like we do like pres like for Christmas presents, like. I'm I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, I can buy what I whatever I need. Like I appreciate like a little like if you want it like a little gift here. Yeah, there, like Fred's gonna buy his own fleshlight. Come it's, on, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, because I want to <laughs> I want to pick out the color and size and all this. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, you know, I just that's just how I operate. I don't like even since I brought the chicken coop. I realized even as I was building the chicken coop, I didn't have no plan. Like I don't have any plans. Usually like, like oh, this is my next step. I might like sketch something out, but I just sat there and I was like, well, this is the next piece that needs to go in. So how do I put this piece? And I just do it as I go. There's no like set destination or specific guidelines. I just wing it. What, uh, what kind of chickens are you filling your coop with? That we'll see going back to how my brain, my brain works. I haven't finished the coop yet, so they don't have a home. So there's no reason to think about what kind of chickens I'm going to get. Well, that's false because some chickens require smaller areas and bigger areas. That's what I was wondering. But we're going average. I figured, you know what? Average is probably the best to go. So I'm building it for average and then I'll go from there. Um, you going to, you going to get any silkies? 
I don't know. I know that's a chicken, but I don't know anything about it. Isn't that the ones that are all crazy colored and Oh, uh, I don't know about crazy colored. They they have like silky like feathers. Oh, okay. Like fluffy, kind of cool looking. My I heard kids like mean, them. Though. I don't think silkies no, are mean. Silky okay. Yeah, those ones are actually pretty nice. I just I think they're I feel like they don't lay as many eggs. Oh, okay. Um I feel like they get bullied by the other chickens sometimes. Oh, because they're dressed in silk. Probably. And they think they're soft. Yeah. Yeah. Talons up. <laughs> yeah, talons up. Yeah, I, obviously that shows how much I know about chickens. Fucking nothing. They oh. lay eggs, and when they stop laying eggs, I'm going to eat them. That's pretty much all I know about Sounds chickens. delicious. Yeah, and they're fairly easy to take care of. And they lay a couple eggs a week. What, uh, what, are you, what are you doing for predator protection? It's all netted, like like metal netted in and fenced you, in. You think, it's, you think it can keep them out? I think so. I'm even burying. Um, they said, like, you take that mesh. And you actually bury Bury it a foot or two out. Oh, okay. Because the the predators will try to dig under. Yeah. But if they dig and hit the fencing, they usually won't go like more than like a foot or two out from the edge. What are you thinking your main predator is going to be out here? Ooh. Probably fox. Be my guess. And then maybe coyote. Dogs, cats. Yeah. What about the, uh, like a mink? I don't, I've never seen a mink. Like Have a, you seen like a, a mink weasel. around these parts? Yeah. Not, yeah. not often. I've seen, so I've seen a weasel and I've seen a mink before, but usually the mink are around like water, I believe. That would make sense. The weasel was pretty close to the house and it was super early in the morning and it had like a, a kind of like a dark tail. It was real quick. I don't know if I've ever seen a weasel. I mean, I've seen some weasels. <laughs> I've met some weasels, but I don't know if I've ever seen, you know, one, a live one in natural habitat. What about raccoons? Oh yeah, because we they get they, they we, steal I mean, the eggs and stuff, don't they? Yeah, I think they're more like the raccoons. eggs. I don't know if they would attack a chicken or not. I don't know, look at. I re- looked it uh, up. The short answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. What's well, I'm fencing it all in. Bobcat bastards, and we got that attack dog, bro. Bobcat. That is true. It's fast. <laughs> it is. It is actually kind of fast. I'm worried that she's going to try to attack our chickens. That's why there's a fence. I'm hoping that chickens. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably like, the top predator. Yeah, <laughs> our dog. But yeah. she wouldn't. She'd be. She's too much of a bitch. Yeah. She, She'll even like interact. And all like, ask, like she's a bitch. Like, like she's, un, can be a mean bitch. But then she's also a bitch. Like tuck her tail and oh yeah, for sure. She's both. We've seen her interact with a, a local stray cat, and uh, that cat just. Fucked her up. You know, she wanted nothing to do with it. I was laughing yesterday. There was, uh, I think, I think we had the trash out soon to have the garbage up top or whatever. But I had a trash bag sitting when you walk out the door, and I walked outside and I wasn't paying attention. It was either a cat or a raccoon, and it scared the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, <laughs> it was funny." Yeah, you never know. Yeah, that's true. We get raccoons too. The raccoon. Big old fuckers. This is the thing is raccoons probably won't eat the whole chicken. They will eat bits and pieces of it. Son of a bitch. Like at least a coyote's gonna take that thing and go. Yeah. And like a fox. Because I've seen uh um some backyard chicken owners have claimed that raccoons have only eaten the heads Heads. of their chickens. Yeah, I've seen that weasels and minks do that. And left the headless body behind. It says this is rare. Not rare enough that they have talked about. There's a Nature's chickenmag.com article about it. Nature's metal. Yeah. We Well, not only that, but we have a coyote family that's been creeping in on us. And I never, like, when growing up in this, because I grew up somewhat close to this area, moved away and then kind of came back. But, like, I never heard coyotes. I didn't know what, I didn't know what coyotes even sounded like until I was older and went hunting for them. Yeah. And then hearing them. And now, like, 
the other night I was laying in bed and I can hear them. I mean, obviously it's winter time. So like doors, windows, everything closed and I can hear them off howling and yelping. They're getting closer. I see the last coyote I saw, I've seen some dead on the road, but the one that Corey shot in the field and that had to be like three years ago. It was like almost negative 30 out that day. It was like the coldest day we've had in forever. And, uh, there were some hay bales and we were sitting on top of them and the wind was whipping and I was spotting for them. And I was like, dude, either kill that coyote or kill me. Like, <laughs> I'm freezing to death. At least your body will be preserved <laughs> yeah. until the next day. Yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 they're interesting creatures. I remember I saw one. I thought it was during deer seasons. I saw people out hunting and I thought I saw a deer and I realized that quite, very quickly it was not. This coyote running across this field and they were, it was run across the farm and there was probably like three or four fences they had to cross. And it crossed them like an Olympic hurdler, like didn't miss a stride. You didn't even realize that there was a fence there. Besides you could see his stride, like widened out for a couple of seconds. Like, cause he was jumping and just how tall were the fences. I mean, they were like five foot fences. Dude, it jumped over that without missing a beat without even missing a beat. Like all you could see was like its feet just splayed out for a couple of seconds and, and it was just, I'm like, what? Cause I thought that's what I saw. I thought it was a deer yeah. and I saw it jump the fence. I was like, well, that's not a deer. I was like, what the hell is that? It was the pretty, first time I ever saw one. It was it's pretty impressive. It was a werewolf, probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was big. Bigfoot, werewolf. Cool. Big, Bigfoot's dog. Here Werewolves. we go. Right? Makes Here sense. Here we go, guys. <laughs> no. I'm not, I've never been a Bigfoot guy, technically. You think there's going to be any any more? You think you think there's going to be any sightings at the, uh, the Worcester Gym? Oh, for sure. Bigfoot's going to be there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't even say it might be running it <laughs> craig's gonna cancel us yeah it's all, it's all that gym i um actually helped him move some equipment the other day yeah sweet yeah, it's so big that's awesome so big yeah i'm super, super stoked for him it's gonna be massive i've never seen anything like it um did he have a, a date when he's thinking uh, like February, March-ish? Something. I don't know. Yeah. I know. He, they're working on stuff now, so all their permits and stuff have gone through. So, like, they're doing construction. But, cool. yeah, it's massive. I'm never, awesome. Yeah, it's... I think if you walk in, you're not going to realize that there's a gym. Like, there's a free weight gym there. And it's, it's just massive. It'll be it'll be pretty wild. So. You're talking the whole thing or just the, the gym in the back, the 12,000? The gym foot? in the back is huge. Okay. But, like, the gym in the front's like, huge, too. Gotcha. So, like, but that's where the entrance is. Like, people are going to walk in and be like, well, all you have is machines and cardio equipment yeah. and uh, not realize that there's a whole nother section. So, he's like, got, he's utilizing some of the front then, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the, whole, the whole front, which used to be a skating rink. So, you know how big yeah. skating rinks oh, yeah. are. Yeah, like, I think that's where all the cardio and, like, um, cable machines and stuff are going to go. Damn, I was hoping he was going to bring roller derby back. <laughs> Drunken roller derby. Drunken roller derby. That might sell tickets. You could sell tickets to that. And all the betting that could go on, on oh, behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, you're on my sense. spectrum now. Betting's going to be like legal in Ohio. Yeah, see? Oh, like, man. Like we should have. Betting, that's like good. I don't think it's going to start until 2023, though. But I heard that it's getting passed and then it'll yeah. be like a thing. Are we going to open sense. a book? Yeah, might as well, right? <laughs> Crypto book. I want to. I want to keep my fingers. I'm no, we're going to be the bookkeepers. Oh, we're going to be hiring. Yeah, we're going to we're going to be the, the one taking fingers. Oh, I don't. I don't want do to do that either. That, but no. that seems a bit extreme. Uh, well, you you're the one that brought it up. No, I just said that it it 
Oh. Yeah, you saw. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I watched. I was just reciprocating. <laughs> yeah, we're just. I was just going with the flow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Family, yeah, I, family friendly bookie over here. Yeah. But all I of did sudden. hear that, that Ohio's gonna. That's gonna be a thing. Twenty. Yeah. 23. Holy Cosa over here breaking fingers. <laughs> You've been watching Sopranos or something? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Tony, calm down. <laughs> well, I think that's, I mean, it's going across everywhere because we, we have the casinos now, but I don't know yeah. how all those, those laws work, but it doesn't make sense to me if people want to, like, we let people do a lot of other things. If they, they want to throw their money away, let them. Like, yeah. why, why, I mean, let them throw their money away on everything else. No paternalism here. Mm. Ooh. I don't like that word. I know you don't. One of my least favorite. So we can get, we can go right to that video the cast has pulled up and talk speaking <sighs> of paternalism. Yeah. Where'd you say this was at? I th- so, so supposedly, um, this is a short allegedly. video. Allegedly, this is a video in Amsterdam um, that they were protesting um, like COVID restrictions and whatnot. And, I mean, for the most part, I mean, obviously this is a short video. It's only, I don't know, like 20 seconds long. Um, but for the most part, like, I don't see like the protesters necessarily like with bricks and yeah. riot gear, like some of. Maybe they uh, should have. And then they would have just said, hey, uh, you can go ahead and steal $1,000 worth of shit. And we're cool with that. Or 900 <laughs> yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah, right. Go ahead and throw your bricks and throw your tantrums and do whatever you do. And we'll, yeah. we'll leave you alone. Yeah, but. Play this, we'll play this video. Obviously, you can't, if you're listening to it, you can't see it. But there's a bunch of, like I said, I think this is in Amsterdam. There's a bunch of, let's say, um, yeah, pause it real quick. So you see this dude, like there's these police in riot gear. They don't, it doesn't look like they have guns. I don't know if they have guns. The police have guns in Amsterdam. I don't know. But they don't have guns out. Well, who needs a gun when you have that? fur missile right there yeah so there's and if you watch this video there's another one in the back i think there's like six there's at least six dogs you can see in this video gotcha. and then police with like helmets and like full right gear and like these long batons so like this dog has a hold of this guy's arm and he's not letting go not letting go and like the cop isn't trying to like the cops aren't trying to subdue the person like, if you watch the rest of this video he's just wailing on the this the exact same arm that the dog's got a hold of and there's just people like if you all the whole outskirts if you watch all the cops they're just whacking people like they're standing there and they're just swinging their batons like crazy and then you see all these dogs just going nuts so yeah play the rest of it really. is that an umbrella that that dude had yeah that, i think that was it like the guy had an umbrella but these police just have like batons and stuff and they're just like whacking people so I don't know what the deal is with this either. So they have, it says police, I'm assuming on their like sweatshirts, sweatshirts or jackets, or whatever it is, but yeah. they have helmets, but then they have like jeans and sneakers on. This lady's wearing jeans and she kind of looks like she has gray hair. Yeah. So like, are these like volunteer? I don't know how the whole policing situation works over there. Um, supposedly this was an illegal protest. Okay. But you so there's so many questions that they have, but like the first thing that I saw this was like, like, all right, one, like illegal protests. We, we have the ability to do that in the, in the United States, which is a blessing. Yeah. I don't know what their laws like over there. So I don't know. Maybe this was illegal activity that, you know, required dogs to be biting people and just massive clubs, just swinging them for no reason. Um, 
Which also, the dog thing kind of struck me weird. Like, dogs are for hunting down things. You know, well, hunted down that arm. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, like, especially for police, like, a police dog is meant to be for hunting down things, whether it be drugs, yeah. bombs, you know, or a suspect that is running. Like, these people are just standing here. So, like, what exactly? Why do we bring, like, dogs to, like, I don't know if it was peaceful, whatever. I don't know. But it just seemed a little, a little bit excessive. And then I, and then the end of the video, these people come in with like plain clothes from the bottom down with like sneakers and like jeans on with batons and police stuff. Like, so I don't know, like, who are these people? What's going on? Dude, I don't know, but that dude right there looks like he has some incredible skinny jeans on. Yeah. They're police in skinny jeans with batons. Like, what the hell is going on? Are these like deputized citizens? Like, they're like, hey, you got your Vax passports? Let's go beat up some protesters. I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, uh, I guess I don't bring up either. I just saw this one. So it was like the dog thing kind of really, really got to me. But, um, and like I just said, I took a, I've been taking a break. But this one really struck me because I've seen so many videos like this yeah. that we never see. Like, where is this? Where is this stuff? Like, if it was just one video that came out, I understand not seeing it on. You know, yeah, your normal yeah. Well, broadcast. I mean, you sent me like several from Australia. Yeah, I mean, there's they're all over the world. There's France. There's protests going on in you know England and uh, Germany and um, Austria. And, you think they're worried that if we see them, that there's going to be more protests here? I, I I just don't understand. Like you would think these things would be brought up by the news media, and I don't know. I I don't pay attention to Fox really, um, but I don't know if they've been bringing it up at all. But like. I know, you know, all the other major ones haven't. Yeah. Um, I try, I usually try to stay away from Fox because there's no, I don't know. <laughs> there's like no good, there, most of the time there's no like good information. Like I know exactly what they're saying. Like, it's not like super duper detrimental. You're a little crazy, but I, I know, I know what you're going to say, but some of the other ones, like I'm excited to see, cause I'm like, I have no idea how they're going to spin this. And they've been doing that with some of this stuff pretty wildly. Um, Particularly with that um, that Robert Malone guy, that yeah. guy who invented the MRI index. Yeah. Do you see some of the the stuff that's coming out on him no, now? No, I I didn't get it. So I, everybody's been sending that podcast to me, and I I've, I've tried to listen to it. I just haven't had time. I I only got through like ten minutes of it so far, but I heard he got canceled on the 29th, I think, on Twitter. Yeah, and they go and they they talk about that conversation. Um, they talk about why, and he doesn't. He does a good job of not like saying like speculating or saying that he's like, I don't know, like, but he lays stuff out, but like, I don't know. The hardest thing for me is he, cause he's getting, well, actually, I actually have that video, the one video pulled up, um, but he's getting like smeared across all these media platforms. He's got kicked off of Twitter. And this is the guy that was the original inventor of the MRNA vaccines. And he has a bunch of like what he does and the conversation's really good with him and Joe Rogan. Um, but he's been on a bunch of other, uh podcast as well is it still up there because it's see he oh, was on with one one you scroll wasn't up he? there it is um just yeah give me one second though um so he's done a bunch of different things and it's like people are like we talk about follow the scientists and listen to like all these different things yeah but then when you have a group of doctors who've been doing this forever just as long as you know if you're trusted guys fauci they've been doing it just as long as him working side by well, side I mean, with he, him he said he's he's i mean he said he's known him for a he, long he, time personally he, he know yeah so like 
the, I guess the, the whole thing for me is like the questioning. Why, why aren't we questioning everything? Like each person, let, let's see the data. I don't like, you are not science. The data is science. And what, what are you showing me in the data? That's another thing too. I think that was, I didn't bring that up. Maybe we can bring that up later, but like, but I, I, I sent you that one thing about how the FDA, because oh, like, yeah. they've put that, they want to, they want like what, 75 years, Pfizer and whatever wants 75 years to put out their data. When I never realized that like when they, when the FDA approves something, all they go off of, and I'm paraphrasing this, so I might get it wrong, but is the data that the drug companies give them. And then they never actually have to show the actual data until they are, until it's like they take legal um, actions against the company. And then through the legal system, they'll make them show their actual data. So we never, like the people who approve these drugs never even get to see the actual data. They're just going off of the information that the drug companies are giving them. And it was like, what? They stand to profit wildly. Yeah, like what? And this is over all things, all medications, not just the vaccine. Yeah. Like, but it was just like, holy shit. Like, why is that a thing? Like, we should be able to see that data. First. First, and then decide for ourselves if we think it's safe or not. Like, I'm not taking your word for it. Like, what so little side tangent but that blew my mind when i heard about that so that that was with um i can't remember that guy's name i don't know but that was pretty good he was, he was like a, a doc from harvard wasn't yeah he something? was like a doctor from harvard that he was like he had a specialty in like um medical litigation. litigation so i was like oh this is like so it comes from like the legal kind of standpoint yeah. it was really eye-opening um but just yeah play until it's like the first it's just like this is gonna be like a four minute clip but what this guy says Robert Malone is really interesting on reflecting on what's been happening. It's like the first four minutes until Rogan starts stop talking. Oh, you, I don't know if you saw the Brett Weinstein podcast with me and Steve Kirsch, um, where that lit this whole fire all over the world. Brett ends with the with the basically the question. If you listen to the long version, um, of what's how does this happen? How how do we have this emergent phenomena? The, the how question, mm -hmm. right? And you know behind the how question is the why question. Um, that the, the the how question of a third of the population basically being hypnotized and totally wrapped up in whatever Tony Fauci and the mainstream media feeds them, whatever CNN tells them is true. Um, let me illustrate that. The other day I was looking through New York Times recent articles about Omicron and pediatrics in preparation for this and for making some slideshows. And, um, and I saw this headline in the New York Times. Um, epidemiologist and a vaccinologist and the, and the title was how you should think about children and Omicron. It was, it was blatantly saying, this is how you should think. Mm. We're going to tell you how to think. Okay. People kind of got to get that in their head. That's the world we're in right now. Now what Matthias Desmond has, has shared with us, brilliant insight is another one of those, aha, now that part makes sense. Um, which is that this comes from basically European intellectual inquiry into what the heck happened in Germany in the 20s and 30s. You know, very intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Um, and how did that happen? Um, the answer is mass formation psychosis. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety and a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it. And then their attention gets focused by a leader or a series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis. They 
literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. And one of the aspects of that phenomena is the people that they identify as their leaders, the ones typically that come in and say, you have this pain and I can solve it for you. I and I alone, okay, can fix this problem for you. Okay, then they will lead, they will follow that person through, it doesn't matter whether they lie to them or whatever, the data are irrelevant. And furthermore, anybody who questions that narrative is to be immediately attacked. They are the other. <clears throat> this is central to mass formation psychosis. And this is what has happened. We had all those conditions. If you remember back before 2019, everybody was complaining, the world doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we're all isolated from each other. We're all on our little tools. We're not connected socially anymore, except through social media. Um, and then this thing happened and everybody focused on it. That is how mass formation psychosis happens. And that is what's happened here. Now there's ways to get out of it. Um, Matthias's recommendation is you gotta get people to realize that what we've got is a situation of global totalitarianism. In his experience in Europe, making people realize there's a bigger threat than the virus can cause a separation psychologically in this fusion, this hypnosis that has happened. The problem is, then you're just substituting a bigger boogeyman from the current one. And somebody else can come in and manipulate that. The real problem, and it gets back to your core point, we're sick as a society and we have to heal ourselves. And one of the things we have to do is come together. We have to recreate our social bonds. We have to buy into integrity, the importance of human dignity, and the importance of community. That's how we get out of this. And I think that this insight of Matthias Desmond is really central to kind of making sense out of all of this crazy. We got a world in which the press is incentivized to push a storyline because they're all controlled by the same large funds that Pfizer is, and so is tech. <clears throat> I don't know how we're going to get out of it, but it's got to start with us, all of us, finding common ground. I think one way we're going to get out of it is by realizing what it is and by the way. So I don't think if you listen to that, obviously it's a three hour conversation, but this is the clip that's, and it's like another three minutes long. Um, but this is the clip that's going around a lot being shared with everybody. And there, I saw an article today. Um, that said, um, you know, mass formation psychosis, the right wing extremist new favorite key phrase. I mean, he just said that they were going to attack you for, and did it, I mean, McCullough talked about this though, when he was on that Peter McCullough, mm -hmm. that doctor, he had mentioned that same phrase and what was going on with that as well. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think anybody can listen to that guy. He just ends with like, Hey, we all need to like have some human dignity for each other yeah, and like respect and come together and like, let's work on this together. And now like they're calling him some right wing extremists. Now I would venture to say that the, this similar thing happened before COVID with Trump. Yeah. Cause there's probably a third of the population that was like Trump. Maybe this is going to be a little hyperbolic, but Trump is God. Yeah. Like he's the one like, this goes both ways. Like this goes both ways and like whatever, you know, whatever it is, but like you have that much of a population that just, I don't, I just don't understand how somebody can listen to him say that and think that he's some crazy like lunatic and some right wing extremist. I just, I don't like, I don't get that. 
and the things and the guy's a doctor he's been a doctor like you said he like you said he knew fauci they worked hand in hand together he's yep. been a doctor since you know his story was kind of interesting but like me like i don't know i don't know how to i don't know if it'll ever happen for some of those people you know, I'm not going to go as far as to say like, oh, they're being like mind controlled by the government, but man, some of those people, it kind of feels like, it. it's like, what do you like, do you realize what you're saying? Like, but there is some, like you mentioned, um, earlier, I think there's definitely a, a decline in the insanity in the media. I think maybe they started realizing like people start really calling them out and their bullshit and the ratings are terrible. Yeah. And they realized that like some of the stuff they were saying was just didn't make sense, but everyone's come around to like, you know, the CDCs or Fauci, whoever it was, it's like they reduced the days of quarantine and like all these different things. And it's like, it's, it's here. Like, but some of the things that are happening in other countries still are, I mean, even ours still, you never know, but it's, I guess that's the bigger point is it's not so much the COVID that has concerned me the whole time. It's what is this doing to us as a population? And like the reason I'm so concerned about it is right now because it concerns my future i'm not concerned about covid that's like you know we've talked about it statistically healthy not old probably be okay yeah. but i'm concerned about where does it lead us as a society and everything else like it's just and i think you put it well like i don't and oh and the other thing where people were saying that like because he used he referenced nazi germany obviously and people are like, how can he even say this is the same thing as Nazi Germany? Like, he didn't at all. He just said, like, this is how, you know, that transformation in the population happens. And we saw it. That's a good example of how it happened there. Like, you can mention something without saying that they're the exact same. But Going back to the dualities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. It's somewhat depressing and i don't think we're ever going to uh get rid of some of it but good things are going to happen in 2022 i promise you <laughs> i hope so i mean it definitely sounds like you know you're seeing common ground come together try to do that here like i try and educate all my patients with facts and right. there's a ton of them that are just petrified man they're so scared like it's it's wild like they won't come out of their houses or like they're afraid to go into public or it, like to be around family members, like get togethers. And I think for me, man, it goes back to like the unintended consequences and maybe I, I I'd like to think they're unintended, but I don't know. Maybe they weren't unintended. Maybe yeah. I don't know, but like keeping people away from each other or keeping them away from their families and the depression, the psychiatric, the overdoses, the substance abuse, the, you know, domestic violence, the child abuse, suicides, all those things. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, we have the last conversation we had with um, Mary Barrick, who's a social worker in the hospital. Like, it's like, man, like since, you know, the, the problems have definitely increased since this all started. So there's definitely an effect. And I guess that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, you know, a lot of people want to, it's fun to think about the whole conspiracy rabbit hole, you know, all right, it was this intended, did, did the government do this on purpose? Is the world doing this for the one world order and all these things? But like, regardless if it was on purpose or accident, I can't change either of those two things yeah. and I can't really affect either of those two things. But what we can do is like you said, the people around us, like being able to talk to them and you know, yeah. Give them facts. Like, yeah. Cause there's show them some love. Like, yeah. I'm on both sides. Cause yeah. there's some people I've met, talked to quite a few people that are 
so far, like, ah, oh, the maybe not quite this far, but the, the, that kind of end of the spectrum, we're like, oh, the vaccines are to track us and all these different things. Like, okay, maybe not that far, but I do get your concerns. But at the same time, like, let's, let's kind of move a little bit more back towards what we can control and what the data says and different things is same as, all right, COVID's not that deadly. So let's try to work together and get back to what the actual data says instead of just freaking out and hating, hating each other. I don't get it, but I don't know. It's just been so there's, I think the problem is there's so much, there's so much that's happening so quickly and over, even over the two years, there's so much that is jammed in there. If you're not paying attention to it all, I mean, God bless you. (laughs) But if you do, it's like, Oh, okay. I see what's going on here. Like this isn't right versus left or Republican versus Democrat or, you know, vaxxers versus not like, that's not really what's going on. It's it's all this created junk that we just want to fill our lives with when, I don't know, follow the money, I suppose. <laughs> that's the scariest part. Cause that's that part. I do believe like someone's making a lot of money off of this. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I guess my, the hardest part to explain it for the globalization factor is like, how are all these countries do it? Like, how are all these countries just losing their common sense and some of the things they say? Cause there's things that have happened. Like if you think back 2019 or even like 18, all right, we have Trump as president. He's a little crazy. Everyone hates, or a lot of people hate him. A lot of people love him. And it's a weird, you know, political scene. But if you were told then, Hey, um, if you're going to go to the gym or a restaurant or the grocery store, you're going to have to get three shots within a year and you're not allowed going out on parts of that time. You're not even allowed to go leaving your house. Like you have to be like, unless it's going to work or to get food and that's it. That sounds insane. Absolutely fucking insane. So I guess if you think of it like that, like what else could happen that we think sounds yeah. insane right In now? In two and a half years that happened. Yeah, and then you Not got that full removed. Yeah, you got the, I mean, and what's happening in Australia and those camps? I mean, I've seen those videos where like people are like that one that on that lady sitting on her porch is one of the better ones because she's like sitting on this porch in this quarantine camp, and they're like yelling at her like to have her mask on, and like they're telling her she can't move, like she can't go past this line. So like she could be like literally like breathe like over like it's one step. Like no, so if, if you go there, you're going we're going to take you in. You're going to be in isolation. She's like, are you like serious? There's nobody here. Like, I can't even like one step to like, and it's just insanity. I don't, you can't put any rhyme or reason or common sense to it. I get like going back to your question though. Like, why are people even subscribing to that? Like how does that afraid? I, but I mean, even the police to enforce that. That's like, what, Yeah. I don't, that's a tough one for me. I don't know. It's not no different than being completely against wanting the vaccine for whatever reason and still getting it because you need to keep your job. It it's a little different. I think it's I think it's different. Well, you know what? Maybe your wife stays home and you have three kids, and it's your only job. It's the only thing you've ever done. You know, it's not like police have a a a wide education. No, yeah. So So, I guess what I was saying was it's different because you're not doing taking the vaccine to keep your job, which I totally get. Or if you want to get the fact, I 
I get that too. But taking a job, taking your vaccine to keep your job is different than doing physical harm on somebody for ridiculous reasons. No, I, I agree with That's that. That's what I'm saying. But there's but also. It goes just back to the whole, you know, we're going to push you a foot, a foot. You yeah. know what I mean? And so then they're, they're caught in this thing like, I don't know how I got here. Right. And I also, at the same time, I think there's probably police officers around the world that are still police officers and they're, they end up, you know, in the same video as some of these officers doing like malicious things. And I guess in that regard, it's the same idea as a lot of the, like, you know, the shoot, like the different shootings and stuff, the unjustified shootings we have here, wherever it is, there's going to be those police officers that, that are just assholes. And because now they have power over people like that, they're going to use it. So those guys are going to rise to the, the quote unquote top of being these author authoritarian, like assholes. You know what I mean? And you might have that guy standing beside him going, fuck, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, what am I doing? But what are they going to like, you know, it's hard because then it's like that two steps forward, one step back, or you push and push and push. And next thing you know, you're beating some dude that you're, dog <laughs> you're beating some dude up that your dog has in its mouth and dragging him all over the place and just <laughs> i guess what? like I don't know. for what though is, oh yeah is, like like for what yeah i know I, I totally agree but i think there's some people out there that just don't have you know what i mean like just as as much as there's people that are very aware and very intelligent there's i mean there's people that aren't very intelligent and or very aware of what they're actually doing they're just i mean then there, then there are there more people that aren't intelligent then or more people that aren't obviously willing to stand up collectively because any that's probably more any so. collective group that could stand up like that business isn't going to exist that nation won't exist if enough people are like yeah no this doesn't make sense we're not doing this right like we're not we're not going to enforce something that you know we feel shouldn't be forced upon us that protects us because of paternalism yeah but I think it takes a lot of people, especially to push back against an authoritative source. It takes a lot of people to stand up because it's uncomfortable. It's hard. And you don't know, what, am I going to lose my job? Are they going to, am I going to lose my life? Am I going to get thrown in jail? Like, and not be able to provide for my family just because I went to this protest? Like, oh man. I don't even mean the protest. You know, I mean, I'm just no, saying, no, I know, in but general, I'm, but I'm like, even saying it, companies that, you know, like that we might work for, like a, a hospital, for instance, and. Like that hospital cannot exist if it doesn't have X amount of people to staff it. Right. They're not going to be able to reach out and staff it with, you know, that many other people. If enough people are like, no, this is, this is wrong. Like you shouldn't be able to decide for me my own health. Right. Well, I think that it takes people getting together and not, not everyone's not going to do that. Maybe this way. Everyone's not going to do it individually altogether. Like that's why, you know, creating a, like, a union True. at your workplace. True. You have to organize. Like people have to come together. You have to, you got to talk. You know, I think that's the only way because not everyone is, has the same tipping point. You know, every, that, and I think maybe that's the problem is like everybody has, maybe not the problem, but that's one of their issues is everybody has different tipping points because some people are willing to go to here. Some mm -hmm. people are willing to go to here. Some people think we should go all the way to here. But then once, when you get all the way down here, this is when you start picking up more people, or, you know, whatever they're tipping. But by the time you, Right at first, this person doesn't like this, but they're the only one that's against it. So they get ramped, you know, they get pushed over until eventually. But it take like it takes organization and talking. Sounds like twenty twenty two needs a lot more revolutions instead of resolutions. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, in the 
say the nonviolent yeah. manner, you know, for sure. But you guys, I don't know. It's weird. I think, I think a lot of it's, it's one of those things where social media and the internet has kind of got us to this point in the bad sense. But at the same time, it's, I think a lot of people are finally beginning to see, Oh, like all this stuff happens. Like, because now we have all this interconnectedness and we're able to see all these things that are happening. I think it's taking, it's taking longer than maybe we would have liked, but that's the story of everything. Like, but I think people are starting to see stuff and going, Oh, like in real, it's starting, things are starting to unfold to where, Oh, these people aren't good people. Oh, like it seems like the Cuomo thing, Andrew Cuomo, like they were talking about him running for president. And then six months later, Oh, this guy's a dirtbag and killed what thousands of elderly homes. people in nursing homes. And he hit him. And he was writing a book at the time. Oh, all while he was, you know, sexually harassing a handful of women. And that's the one that got him. Yeah. Like not killing people, not being a dirtbag. It's which, I mean, whatever. I'm glad the guy, you know, but like, I think a lot of things we're seeing quicker than we ever would have. Which is one hand, it's like, wait a minute, how long has this all this chicanery been going on? We just didn't know it. I mean, forever, probably, because <laughs> that's people. But it's it's in a weird spot. Like, is technology and is it going to make us better or worse? I think we're I think we're right there. Right now, I think we're at the precipice of like mm, the toss up, better or worse. Like, I don't know. Are we all going to have you know social credit systems and be tracked with a whatever Elon's thing is not cyberlink Neuralink. Neuralink. yeah i don't know yeah they're all good then your eyes are going to record everything like in that black mirror episode where they can just rewind everything and they, the government has to have access to your eyeballs like what like theoretically that could happen easily i mean i would say they could probably do it now they might kill a person or two in the process but i bet elon could do it now could you imagine that shit you're everything like everything you see and hear and think just gets reported out and gets sent off to the government. 330 million sets of cameras out there, bro. I mean, what do we need that for? If one yeah. Has these. Yeah. But it's, if you leave it, at least it's detachable, Yeah, <laughs> you know, got to get some new eyes then. It's great. Uh, was it, um, was it pitch black? Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. That was a good yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, well I made the joke. something else with what? Pitch black was a great movie with Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Oh, I was thinking Sandra Bullock, um, bird box where they couldn't see anything. Oh, that movie was done. No. There's, there's pitch something, black. there's something too with, uh, Tom Cruise. I think when he has to get like a new set of eyes, do you remember that I one? No, that Is one. It, yeah. There was, some dude that did like a surgery on him or something and he had to get eyes because they could see. Well, it wasn't minority report. Was it? Cause I feel like I haven't watched that whole movie, but I feel like that could have been in that movie. Is it eyes wide shut? No, I thought that's like a yeah. romantic. Oh, yeah. I just Googled. Never mind. Well, I don't know what I Googled. He had to get new eyes. Cause this bitch <laughs> yeah. it came up as eyes wide. Shut. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It no, yeah. What's it was, that? What's that guy? It's, um, um, oh, dang it. What's that comedy where the guy saw like, giantly over overweight women is really skinny. shallow how shallow how yeah. yeah he might need it, some new eyeballs right. <laughs> see if you can find the tom cruise movie where he gets new, the new eyeballs i don't know what that one is i think it was tom cruise yeah i would say pitch black was a great movie oh, I, mean, I, I like that movie um i was gonna say something i don't know what it was now oh i don't know 
but it's just it's uh it's pretty wild think about that could happen technology's there have um that black mirror episode really tripped me out that whole I think it, that I think whole season right. was Minor- minority was it i haven't i was gonna so. say because i haven't watched the whole thing but it was very much like they could go into the past and future and they were stopping crimes before they happened so they had to like understand what people were seeing and i didn't finish the whole movie though but i get why it was such a such a hit um oh speaking of before we get off of mass formation psychosis do google put it in a i don't know if i have a google browser up there but it's gotta be in a google browser not the the other one we use do you have one pulled up i don't think i don't know if there's a google browser pulled up you gotta do it in chrome yeah so then search for mass formation psychosis and see what it pulls up this is really interesting i did this this morning it's do you do it on DuckDuckGo then later i did i did it right after entirely different search results no, that's psychology. You want psychosis. Yeah. It won't even autofill in. See, look at that. And the first ones were like Wiki, YouTube. Is that Rogan on the top? Oh, that's it. Oh, they changed it. It was saying this is a, a new search. Yeah. And um, what was it? Oh, I have to read this because I can't believe they changed it. That's a bummer. I mean, it's not, I've, I, not necessarily a bummer. Um oh yeah because the second the second video down is some dude talking now that's not even the same one there was like it was the first video up there was some just i don't know he was just some dude talking shit and it was like making stuff up about the interview i was like well that's not even what the guy said um where was this i gotta read this because it was interesting what they put uh here it is yeah, mccullough definitely commented about something about free-floating anxiety and its result in psychosis like blind and the masses from critical thinking. Yeah. Oh, so it said, yeah. Um, is that, no, that's a different one. Right. When you, earlier, when you search for it, it said, um, I'll Google because I did it myself. I said, it looks like these results are changing quickly. If this topic is new, it can sometimes take time for results to be added by reliable sources. And I was like, oh, so they're doing the exact same thing that YouTube said. Well, if there's questionable content, we'll make sure to reroute you to reliable sources. AKA, yeah. Want you to yeah, we'll send you to where we want you to go to. No, bitch. I want, I want you to give me what your search engine found, Yo. not some reliable source that you want to send me to. Yeah. And then I did it on DuckDuckO and it was completely different. Yo. A completely different search result. Like, that's, it's, it, that's where we're at. We're, at, we're there. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know how uh, we get out of it. I did find a, one more note on that topic. I did see that the uh, the UAA, the UAE, the yeah. you know, they um, if you're unvaccinated, now you're not allowed to travel out of the country. Really? Yeah. I think it was like a week ago, and I was like, that's interesting. Like that's one thing. To be like, you know what? If you're not vaxxed, you're not allowed into our country. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, whether I agree, you know, I, I get it. But now it's like, if you're not vaccinated, you're not allowed to leave. It's like, <laughs> that's no good. That sounds like a, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to say it. <laughs> like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. So it's like the Malone train. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's getting, it's getting weird out there, but I'm excited. There's good things that's going to happen in 2022 tone. I hope you're right, Frodo. You want a different one? What do you want? You open that Buffalo trace. Is that what you're looking at? I was looking at the, the single barrel. Oh, we can do that. Hot and heavy. Let's do it. You go, go for it. Go to town, bro. Sometimes you gotta, uh, you gotta bite that dog back, you know? Um, so <laughs> I'll, cha- I'll change this note if yeah. you want. No, please do. Uh, a little more humor here. Yeah. Okay. Pa- patient stories. So I just want to touch on that because it was just yeah. Oh, yeah. one of those things. I was like, man, uh, God I'm damn it. 100% gotta keep there. the people updated. Gotta keep the people going. <laughs> no one knows what it means, but it's provocative. That's the people going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, that's gonna be good. I'll tell you what; those um, I was pleasantly surprised and happy with those uh, the Woodenville ones that we tried um, the other time. The, uh, the the sweet tea and the caramel, yeah, really good. One definitely was very sweet tea. The other one was super caramel. Bomb. Yeah, it was. I wonder how it, I wonder if it opened up a little better. It's less sweet, or yeah, I don't know. They were good though. Which one did did I have the sweet? You tea? had the sweet tea one. It was yeah, good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. for and it's. Was it? It's 120.4 proof. I had a couple people comment on that and said, "Oh, that's a good bottle." Yeah, I bought another one, and I'm gonna I just threw it in the closet to keep so it doesn't check it, Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah, so I don't get rid of it. So you had some interesting interactions. I did. So <laughs> not that most I feel like most of your interactions are can qualify as interesting with There's people. some there's some characters in my life. So who oh, I better get a cube with that or that that's instant heartburn. Yeah. It is tasty. That's too No, so this is an older one, uh older story if you will, but I just I thought I should probably tell it. So please do. Uh this was at the the addiction side of what I do. Uh, I had a family, and I was I was pretty much treating the let me see here, the good majority of the family, I guess I could say. So, the mother, the father, and the son—they're all my patients. And so I sat down with the son the one day. We had a pretty good heart-to-heart conversation. He was. Wait, a, can I ask? Do they come in together, or is it all like separate? So, some like some families or some couples will, but this was separate. So okay. they would all see me separate, and they—that's just kind of the way they wanted it. Like the husband and wife would come in together on the same day, but separate appointments. And then the son would come in on a different day. And so the son, we, we kind of had a heart to heart. Like he was uh, had thicker skin, uh, you know, pretty, pretty nice kid. You could tell had fairly rough life. Um, but somehow we got on the subject of his father and, you know, I could just tell he was real depressed. And I'm like, man, I think there's like some things that you need to revisit, work through counseling, you know, with your dad. And he was like, absolutely. He's like, you know, my dad, uh, you know, I, he really didn't love me. Is kind of what he was saying. Um, and he's like, but he said, I will tell you this. If he said he was going to do something, he definitely stuck to his word and he did it. And I said, Oh, and I said, what, you know, examples of that. And he said, well, he said, let me tell you a little story. He said, uh, <laughs> he said back in the day, uh, his mom cheated with the, uh, his football coach. And his dad ended up finding out about this. Oh, boy. And so his dad went over and uh, confronted the football coach. Um, you know, all this stuff came to light. And I guess it was true. And his dad uh, punched the football coach in the face. And he said, uh, he said, let me just tell you something. He goes, 
That's not the last punch you're going to get in the face. He said, I don't care where I see you, what time of day it is, where we're at. He said, every single time I ever see you, I'll punch you in the fucking face. And I said, I said, Sid, did he stay true? And my patient said, 100%. He goes, dude, I remember as a kid, he said, we were, we were driving through town. He goes, he saw the coach's car at a bar, whipped in there with me, left me in the car, Walked in there, saw the coach, punched him in the face, walked right out. He goes, he goes, dude, he goes, we went to church one time. He goes, the coach was sitting in the pew, tapped him on the shoulder, punched him in the fucking face, and walked right out. He said every single time he saw that coach, he punched him in the fucking face. Oh, geez. I mean, I have a lot of feelings about that, but one of them is definitely hilarity. <laughs> well, that sounds like a story that Dan Leach wrote. Yeah, or like, or I could, all, I, all I could picture is like them like walk, like walking into the grocery store, like in a movie, like walks in the grocery store with this with his kid, and he sees him and like they make eye contact, and the football coach just like drops his fucking groceries and like <laughs> starts running. Right. He's like, oh no, not again. Yeah, I was like, oh my um, gosh. So some people just need punched in the face. <laughs> They definitely do. Hey, that's a that's Mike Tyson for you there. Yeah. Oh, that's that's probably bad advice, but hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So the other story that's more recent is I have this patient and he comes in. He's a he's an interesting character. Like there's characters and then there's characters. And he brings a dog in and it's like a service dog. It's a labradoodle. There's no way this is an actual service dog. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> There's no possible way that this thing is a service dog. But he brings it in anyways. Um, and he used to own like a trucking company. Um, and he's done a lot of hallucinogens. Loves his hallucinogens. Uh, acid, LSD, mushrooms, all kinds of stuff. Well, who doesn't? Loves them. Has some psychiatric issues that you know he tried controls um, or tries to get under control. Uh, but nice guy. I always have some some good conversations with him. Like him a lot. And I do urinary drug screens on all right. my patients. You know, got to make sure that they're taking the medications uh, and compliant as I prescribe them. And so most of them are on uh, Suboxone, which is a combination of a medication called buprenorphine uh, and naloxone. Um, there's some other variations. Sometimes I'll prescribe just because people don't like the taste. They come in formulations of either films, strips, uh, or tablets. And this particular the patient, taste of the the taste of the medication itself it's sublingual, so you have to put it under your tongue and let it dissolve. Uh, okay, I guess I'd never do that. Yeah, and so it takes a, it takes a little while. So there's another formulation of the Suboxone called Zubsolve, and the Zubsolve dissolves faster and it has a minty taste. And so sometimes it's, uh, it's not all insurance companies will pay for it. So. How many times are they are they taking it? Is it just like once a day? Or? Uh, no, I mean it depends. So sometimes it was like spaced out, and, and sometimes patients do space it out, and it helps with you know cravings later in the day where they become restless later in the day. Gotcha. It's kind um, of like a nicotine patch in a sense where you yeah you have yeah. to so you're kind of filling those receptor sites at various points in the day or partially filling them, so you're not getting the cravings, the restlessness, those kind of right. things. And so this particular patient was on the Zubsolve. Um, Hates the taste of the stuff. Uh, still said he doesn't really like the the minty taste that well. Uh, but when I when I got his urinary drug screen back, it wasn't showing positive for buprenorphine. And I said, "Hmm, that's odd." And this guy's always you know super honest. If he, I don't know that he's ever really 
uh, maybe once he's relapsed or twice, and he's always very honest. Or if he, even if he does some hallucinogens or anything like that, he's probably too honest, and he'll tell me. But I, I'd rather <laughs> right. have it that way than right. than not honest. Um, and so I I said, hey, you know what what's up with this man? I said, you know, no buprenorphine in the system. I said, are are you taking them? And he said, yeah, absolutely. And I said, are you taking them as I prescribe them? And he said, yeah, I've, I've been taking them. He goes, they're in my system. I said, okay, that's yeah, fine. I send, I, I'll send it out for a confirmation. And so I send these urines out for a secondary confirmation, more detailed. You have the parent drug, you have the metabolite. Uh, and, and it's a, you know, a whole screen with, with a bunch of different, like I said, parents and metabolites. So I can see the levels and things like that. But I'm like, are you sure you're taking them as I prescribe them? And he's like, well, you know what? Actually, he goes, I, I really hate the taste of this. And he goes, so one of my buddies suggested that I, uh, I boof him. And I was like, did you just say boof? And he's like, yeah, you ever heard of boofing before? And I'm like, yeah. I said, AKA butt chugging. And I said, usually done with alcohol. And I said, don't tell me. And he's like, yeah, for the last two days, I've been shoving these things up my ass and stuff under my tongue. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's not getting into his bloodstream properly. And then. he's like, well, it really felt like it was working. And I said, bro, unless you have like a sixth grade lake up your asshole, I said, I don't know they're going to dissolve because there's sublingual and they need to be under your tongue. I said, you probably have four to six of those waiting in the chamber, ready to drop like bass oh, and an EDM dude. song going off at the same time. He's like, oh man, that's not good. Oh boy. I was yeah. going to say, as soon as you said... He said, have you been taking them as, as prescribed? Yeah, they're in my system. Yeah. I was like, no, I, I am a father. I know what that means. You have not been doing yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, so. I just want to let you know that um, Urban Dictionary under boofing, so it says what it is, but it says better experience is allowing someone blow the substance inside you with a straw. <laughs> Maybe he can try that next. You gotta get a little further up not, there. And... Not gonna suggest that. To <laughs> oh yeah, not. I suggest not he medical take them as prescribed <laughs> under the tongue sublingually. Yeah. So he got up and he said, uh, "Well, he said if, if uh, he said <laughs> since they're minty, he said if you want me to uh, to, to freshen your waiting room, I'll go crop dust everybody." <laughs> like your other patient, you talked about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. The old boofer. Oh, that's classic. Yeah. I've heard that uh, that can be a real real doozy with with alcohol. Never tried it. I I nor do I have get, any intentions. I, I feel like you could get drunk pretty quick. But that's uh, that's what I've heard. I have heard that. I heard a I don't know. It was an interview or something that there was this chick that like that was her thing. Yeah. Like it was like it wasn't like a oh yeah I've I've done it like once or twice ever because I could totally see that like especially like you know twenty two. Like, oh, you take this photo, you know, like, yeah. or like frat houses or something. I like, yeah. totally see that happening. But like, she was like, yeah, I tried it once and then I just really liked it. So I just, just I just do it all thing. the time. Yeah, was she, she on Rover's Morning Glory? I Maybe that's like why I heard it. told me that. Yeah. And I was like, no was, way. Yeah, and we're probably like, a yeah, hookup hottie. She was, I think so, because they yeah. were telling me that. And I was like, that's oh, what it was. Man. Yeah. Every Thursday, it was this, this radio show out of Cleveland and they do like, or they used to, I haven't listened to them quite a while now, but they did like hookup hottie where like people would call in there's like three contestants and like and that's what i bet that's where it was he's had some weird ones on there i remember the one that was like her what was her sexual fantasy was to um to quote make love inside of a dead deer like i was like she's come to wink out you've texted me things from that show and like i've had to google them now i'm not very experienced that's where i learned a lot of but i have had to google things and i'm like what what do you listen and that's on a radio show you could pull up on like you know the radio that i'm like oh they were like 
they talked about some, I learned a lot from them. I mean, not necessarily good things, but I learned a lot. Let's say you learn, learn all the weird things that society's doing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> a little more opti- What you got? I was just going to say rest in peace, Betty White. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Man, we lost sad. Betty White. We lost, was it Sean Connery earlier? Yeah. Or that was early. Was that early this year? Or was that in 20? I don't know. These last two years have been so weird. The clip no, of the doctor reminded me of Sean Connery. Yeah. yeah he kind of looked like, like, yeah, he he looked like Sean Connery with shorter mm-hmm. hair. Yeah. I love Sean on the rock. Not like the rock, the actor of the movie. Yeah. Wasn't that him? Yeah. With like the super bio weapon or whatever in, yeah. the, in, the, in the prison. Yeah. He said, uh, what did he say? He said something about uh, f- fucking the prom queen. And the dude's wife, he's like, she was the prom queen. <laughs> it's like the loser goes home with his dick in his hand. <laughs> I want to hear that clip. <laughs> Can we get? To- <laughs> yeah. Fire that up. Yeah. Fire up the prom queen clip yeah. from The Rock. I, don't, I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. I remember it being good though. I remember thinking, like, even when I was younger, I'm like, oh, like, oh, he's like, uh, his voice is so cool. Yeah, what? Did, what? Did, he's like the Winifux, the prom queen. The loser goes home with his dick in his hand, and he's like, <laughs> Carla was the prom queen. <laughs> I don't know if that's her name, but <laughs> I like that guy. It's fine. That's even weird. We've already referenced him today. It was the Celebrity Jeopardy. That was it. Was, I, who play, was it? Will Ferrell that played Sean Connery? The was day it Will is mine. Who was that that played? I'll take famous titles for 400, please. You sure you're ready for this? I'll do my best. Your best? Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Carla was the prom queen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> How we got Nick Cage's tattoo? Losers go home with a dick in their hands. Oh. That's classic. Winners fuck the prom queen, Fred. I remember that. <laughs> I'm way out. I'm sorry. I was no prom queen. Yeah, I'm way beyond that age of fucking prom queens. Oh yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. They look so old these days. They do look old in the All these too. YouTube makeup tutorials and things oh man. those are some of the scariest things i've ever like, seen oh, it's, especially with the oh it's bad the real good looking ones <laughs> they take their teeth out oh yeah 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 scary it's not i mean it's not a uh surprise though you see some of these like i, I am a firm i am a firm believer in empowering women to not wear so much makeup i'm a to empower you got a beautiful face where i mean you can you can you can put makeup on if you want to yeah, or, a guy if you want a guys you want to put makeup on too that's fine too but you know don't feel like you have to love yourself for who you are right no i was just thinking of something else that patient said oh, oh, oh boy what i asked him what he was doing for new year's and he said well he said i'm trying to hook up with this chick he goes i've been on a dating site and he said i went over to her house and he goes i think it was a trap house and he goes, uh, she was disabled, disfigured, and had bed bugs. Mm. And he's like, despite all that, he said, I was looking at her crooked mouth and wondering if my dick would still fit in it. Oh, Jesus. 
I was like, okay. He said, if you can't be honest with your doc, who can you be honest with? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, happy new year. Hey, I've known so some people like did that. Did it fit then? <laughs> yeah, he never. I, I didn't. I didn't ask. You didn't questions. ask. Okay. Didn't ask for details. Yep. Yep. Nope. Definitely. Oh, not. Definitely not. I, uh, I've known. I, you know, I've known some people like that. Some of those people are the most interesting and hilarious people to be around. They, I worked with a guy that was very similar to that one time where he um he said he took this chick out on a date and. They got back to the hotel and he's like, man, he's like, he had a bucket of chicken, a couple of forties, a little bit of weed. So we said, she, yeah, she goes, she goes, well, she said, why don't you eat me for dessert? He's like, so I pulled her pants off and, or no, he, he goes, um, she's like, just wait till later. She said, all the girls love me in prison. And he was like, what the fuck's that mean? He's like, well, he's like, well, we started getting at it. He's like, man, he's like, she had a little dick. He's like, I fucked her anyways. <laughs> I was like, "All right, man, good for you, brother." Yeah, like, like a enlarged clitoris. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was I didn't ask, like I said, much like you, I didn't ask details. Smart man. Yeah, smart man. Yeah, that guy. I don't know how you don't ask for details with that. No, you. There's some if things you that you're like, wait, I just need nope. a little bit nope. more. Yeah. No, nope. there's some people that you're like, I don't want any more details because I know you'll give them to me. Yeah. I, <laughs> the same dude. The one time this was when I used to work with Corey. Um. Uh, same dude pulls in um to our like our pull-out location for work and uh he had this snowblower this giant snowblower in the back of his truck and cory goes cory's always a shyster he's always trying to get people you know for a deal maybe not a shyster he gets them to agree to, to agree to it um i used to make fun of him all the time for like searching the obituary yeah, for widows so yeah. they can, he can buy their guns but so this guy pulls in with this giant snowblower and he was like, yo, Will. He's like, man, he's like, that's a nice snowblower. And it was an older one, but it was like one of those ones that like, yeah. it was like an industrial, like MTD built, yeah, right. big old thing. He's like, well, he's like, he's like, how much you want for that snowblower? He's like, oh man, I can't sell it. He's like, that's not my snowblower. He's like, it's, I can't sell it. It's not for sale. He's like, all right. He's like, I'll give you 20 bucks. For, he's like, I'll give you 25 bucks for it. He's like, oh man, you know, I can't do 25 bucks. He's like, besides, it's not even mine. I can't sell it. And Corey goes, well, I'll give you 75. He goes, I could do 75. <laughs> oh, God, I, was like, I was like, well, I was like, you said that wasn't even yours. He was like, but I could do 75. He's like, so right oh, there and there. It was gosh. like, all right. He took it out of the truck. That's ridiculous. Yeah. He's one of those people. I just love to be around him. Oh, yeah. It's always a good time. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. There's good people out there. What would you see? Oh, what would you find, Cass? Oh, I'm just looking at extreme um, catfish makeup before and after. Uh, oh, they're some, so scary. Some of those are so brutal. But you can, I feel like some of those, like, you have to, like, because I've seen some people in public that just had too much, like, work done yeah. or, like, too much makeup. And it's like, you're hiding something. <laughs> I know too you are. Too much for who, though, babe? She, she probably likes it. I'm no, I'm just, I don't know. It just makes me Maybe cautious. Maybe just really like it. No, no yeah. I, I mean, I, it's, I agree cautious too. is probably a good, um, a good thought. Yeah. But. No, if they like it, they do whatever you want to do. You got any good vids over there? No? No catfish vids? Yeah, I've seen it. There was one going on recently. It was, it was pretty bad. Yeah. It was pretty, uh, not bad. It was very transformative. Put it that way. Is that the terminology we have to use now? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like it's better than bad, though. <laughs> I don't know. I'll stick with bad. Stick with bad? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, it's, um, I think there's going to be a, I don't know. Do you think, maybe this is a question for you. 
do you think, cause I, it, it kind of feels like we're seeing society and people in the human race in the world as a whole change, like shift, like dramatically in front of our eyes, like these, all the things that have happened, I'm going to say from 2000 on, but is it just because, do you think everyone feels that way? For the most part, like you think like when people go through like your teens, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Your teens, your twenties, you're still trying to figure out, you know, what kind of asshole you want to be when you grow up. And then like as you get older, you see things like from your thirties to like sixties, and everyone's always talked about oh back in the day or and they think the world has changed so much. Like but I feel like this is a like a historic time frame. So what's your question? Do you think everyone like throughout history has gone through that? Or do you think this is like for sure a like historic time frame where people and society is transforming into something different now? Like a historic I'm not saying good or society bad. of dumbasses. Yeah, I'm not saying either good or bad. I'm just saying trans it's something is transforming and changing in as with people as as a, in general. I think it's always been that way. It just seems, I think it just seems a lot more extreme right now because this is the time period that we're in. Yeah, it's always definitely been different. That's, I guess, maybe the question is, is how extreme is it? Is it extreme to be like, hey, like in a thousand years, hey, remember when those fucks discovered the computers and then like they just went haywire with social media and turned everything like into idiocracy or whatever it was? Or is it just like a another like page in the history book that never really gets talked about? And it's just, that's life as it like. It's not that I big guess it depends on who writes it. Ooh. That's a good point. History is always written by the victors, victors right? Yeah. I think it depends on who writes it. And I do agree with the fact that we're always constantly changing, but there's some leaps sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's how it's portrayed and, and the magnitude of the change and if it's a good or bad change. And I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it just depends on how it's written. I guess that makes sense. I guess, so maybe I'll say this for my uh, take on it. Maybe it's, I think the next five years will depend on how drastic the situation is that we're going through right now. Do you think that's fair? A fair assessment? Because I think in the next five years, shit could go real bad, real quick. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. You know what what I mean? that cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But maybe I, that's. I, I could see that. I could see that. I mean, if. But do you think we've always been like five years away from complete meltdown? Or do no, you. No, I don't think so. Maybe that's, that, maybe that's where my yeah, brain no, gets kind of hung I, up at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at I, a point that we could. Yeah, I would say no. I mean, or I was just oblivious to it and not paying attention. That's kind of like. Maybe that's, maybe that's where my, my brain is really at. Like. Are we, are we any more now at a pivotal point than we are typically? It feels like it, but if I wasn't paying attention, I guess I wouldn't really know. That's true. I don't know. I, I, I guess would, we'd have to ask other people that were paying attention then and paying attention now. Or that have felt that they went through another pivotal phase like prior to this. Right. We got to get, get my grabs on the show. I, we should. I've been trying. He's you slightly can, reluctant. Is he? Oh, it seemed like it. He was like, I want to watch some shows first. And I'm like, Ooh, maybe I should filter which Yeah, can we curate watch. these? Because yeah. <laughs> there's something. You can land on one. Who is this? 
my grandfather. Oh, your grandfather. He's 90. He would be phenomenal to get on because he lived he, through the Depression. Yeah. He was, uh, what was he? He was in the Navy, so the Korean War. Um, he's lived a lot. He's experienced a lot. He's seen some pretty crazy things. And he is ornery. Oh, he's fantastic. He's so fantastic. <laughs> His sense of humor. Yeah, and he's sharp. Yeah, he's he's very sharp. He gets upset because he's not as sharp as he used to be. But I'm like, Gramps, you're 90. Like, yeah. you're sharper than 99% of 90-year-olds. Yeah, and obviously by sharper than the vast majority of people in right? general. <laughs> yeah, he said, it was probably a year ago, he, he thinks in the next 20 years, we may be a socialistic nation. Yeah, and I could see somebody from, that's why, and that's kind of like his perspective, yeah. where, what he's seen. Like, oh, yeah. I could totally see, I think it'd be hard to be in his shoes and not think that. Yeah. Because of from what all oh, the history is yeah, in, in the shift. I mean, he probably saw, you know, the America coming together, the camaraderie, you know, with some of the wars. Yeah, and, the wars and, and then a lot of the like, economy and, yeah, and, and the civil rights movement yeah. and like. Yep. And that's maybe that, like, it's so hard to think about that because that's all that stuff like happened so little. Like, yeah. so like it was what? 60 years ago. Yeah. Like was like there was a lot of there was a lot of changing go, going on in that time period, and now it's just like I don't know, I don't have to get into it, but it's just uh, I don't know, it's weird. I guess maybe the technology piece of it is what's really going to like. I think to me that's the the deciding little you know thing is what's going to happen to society, and a lot of it borders around that because you just don't know. Next thing, like. Because I know we, we've brought up a ton of times, but like the Neuralink and all the different capabilities that technology has. I'm going to keep driving my gas and diesel vehicles and drinking bourbon, bro. Yeah, you, it could get real weird, real weird, real quick. I don't know. I like that idea, though. What? Which idea? Gas, diesel, and bourbon. <laughs> so, sounds makes seems to make sense. There's a few old trailblazer cowboys left mm -hmm. i wonder how that's all going to work out too because i just don't see i think that's a lack of understanding that people have too for i'm all for greener energy and you know bringing back environment and i mean you got to keep some of those predator animals in check you know because i don't want you know brown bears on my back porch preferably yeah um you know eating my kids and animals and my chickens I don't, yeah, I definitely don't want a bear to be at the top of my, my predatory list for my chickens, but you know, like I'm all good for that. But like, what, I, I, I don't hear the, the impact of the environment from doing some of these things being talked about enough. And that's what it makes me, I get stuck in this like weird, like, I feel like I'm in this weird political center thing because it's like, you have to be on one or the other and you have to be demonized while you're on one or the other by the other side. But like, I, I like the idea of windmills and I don't necessarily think windmills are ugly. I think they're kind of cool and they're all lined up and like, you know, some people in like solar panels and electric cars, like that's cool. You can go zero to 60 in 1.5. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fantastic. But like you said, why do we have to cancel the other energy? Like, right. well, not only that, but like what's coming, what, are, what kind of, what's the waste look like? And the impact looked like oh, yeah. from the process. Well, yeah, of we that. talked about the mines and when you, yeah. you know, the cobalt, the nickel, the you know, all the, the lithium, lithium or whatever it is. Like, 
Yeah, we talked about burying the windmills and how they never disintegrate. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, they need service when they freeze up by a you know helicopter that runs on not electric. Right. So I, I just, I think it, for me, it goes back to like what Elon said when he was like, when I developed these electric cars, it was never meant to replace gas or diesel vehicles. It was to supplement because we have a finite amount of these natural resources. So why would we not augment with some of the other technology we have? And so right. instead of, you know, saying, hey, no more buildings that are heated by gas in New York City or uh, no more um, gas uh, leaf blowers being outlawed in Washington, D.C., like, what, why wouldn't we supplement with these things? Right. Yeah, it just doesn't make, to me, that's where I, I just make any sense to me. Yeah, I didn't just make those things up either. Those are supposedly, like, legitimate things. Oh, I are, believe it. I mean, as many laws you have, like, in California where, like, if you buy anything, bro, that's, that's it's got a, a stamp on it that says, in California, this is deemed as a yeah, carcinogenic. That's not even a real state, bro. That's, like, that's, 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 that's its own animal. It's, it's, that's does its it own. need to be lumped in with a Canada on a South Park episode? It's not even a real estate anyway. <laughs> was it blame, blame Canada? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, what that's, would Gavin Newsom in California do? <laughs> yeah. And like, I get, I get the ideas behind it, but I just, I don't see that. I guess maybe that's what makes me question because, all right, we've done a, a severe evaluation an in-depth evaluation of what do, you know, coal plants and cars and all these different things like what do they do for emissions and how they affect the earth and that's being really harped on but i don't see enough like all right well what about the process for all these electrical things that we're doing like what about people bring up like what about like your electronics that are being made and your chips is like your chips chipses your ecus chipses, and all those things walmart's like, is yeah the walmart's is where, where are they being made and what's yeah. the impact that these things do on like, the environment and the people and the people yeah these like, cell phones yeah like they're all created by slave labor so like i think there was i think there's been some talk about elon making a cell phone i'd get an american made elon cell phone if i could if it worked I would just hope every day it gets an update with a tweet that just talks shit. Yeah, like something ridiculous. Just straight trolling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is good at that. I love. I, he cracks me up. Um, sure, he's a billionaire, but whatever. He, he earned it. I feel like more than some, at least. I don't know. And maybe that's another part too. Is people focus on like Bezos and Elon, like. All right, Bezos might be a dick bag with all the Amazon plants and how the company is run. Well, he's not even running Amazon anymore. But I have some bones to pick with how Amazon runs their things and treats their employees because that's a whole lot of fucked up too if you don't know what's going on with them and has been going on. But besides that, like maybe we shouldn't be talking about the the billionaires that are Bezos and Elon and more so like the hedge fund fucks and the people that just move money around. And the, you know, corporate, not the, the corporate, <laughs> I meant government officials, but, you know, basically it might as well be corporate, like the government officials that are trading stocks and insider trading. They're oh, like, oh, no big deal. Accurate slip of words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Like, oh, I get paid $200,000 a year, but I'm Pelosi's worth fucking, husband? yeah, I'm worth 5 billion. What? How does that even math? It's yeah. Insider trading and options. Like. But we don't want to talk about that because that's our side or that's their side or what it's, it's the you know, um, I don't know. I do like your 2022 prediction of good things though. 
I think there's that definitely good me, things. That leaves me a little bit optimistic. There are. Maybe Penglossian in nature, aka naively optimistic, but I can live with that. No, I, I think there are going to be some good things, whether or not, like I said, whether or not they're overshadowed by the bad things. I don't know, but I don't feel as bad going into 2022 as I did going into 2021. I guess what gives you that level of optimism just because you've already been through the mire and the shit or no, I think there's still plenty of mire and shit that could happen. Do you, do you think you've adapted better or like what gives you that, that hope? Um, me, I think it's actually, that's a good question. I think it's maybe two part. It's one. I realized that the mire and shit can get a lot worse. Yeah. But two, I've seen some things that leave me hopeful that it won't because I think in the last couple months like i said i haven't been paying nearly as much attention through the holidays i wanted to get step away from it a little bit but i've seen a lot more because like i said before I, I follow everyone from i do i follow extreme right-wing people to extreme left-wing like little marxist yeah. people like that's self-proclaimed i'm a marxist um and i see more people maybe not necessarily agreeing but the things that they're saying are showing a little bit more common sense and critical thinking skills, particularly around the whole COVID thing. Cause now it's like, we've had enough time where the vaccines come out and um, that it's all right. They, they do prevent, you know, not prevent, they, they reduce death and hospitalization. I can agree with that. Um, but they've realized now that like, cause in the beginning it was like, I would never take a vaccine because Trump made it. And then six months later, which ironically uh, enough, he took himself. Right. And like boosters. Right. And then it was, all right, these are, these are going to stop the spread. You're not going to get it. And then we obviously saw that that's not true. And then they're seeing it's not true. And like the whole, um, storyline, the fake storyline around this whole thing is kind of crumbling and people on both sides are realizing that, okay, well, because they haven't because the one side hasn't gone far enough to do like the mandates have been kind of pushed back and different court systems are kind of said, ah, it seems like both sides are seeing a little bit of, all right, well, they backed off on their mandates. They backed, it seems because, and the other side's going, all right, well, maybe this pandemic or whatever, isn't quite what we were told it was. Maybe it's not as bad as what we, what we thought. This is confusing to me, but whatever. And it seems there'd be a little more people that are mingling in the center of, Hey, let's question all these things and let's look at all these things, you know, and look at the data and, and really process this instead of just listening. So it seems to be like these outs, like the, the extreme ends are kind of crumbling in a sense from, a, there's still those people, yeah. um, but there seems to be a little bit more of common sense talking. Hell, even Fauci, I wish I had the video for that one, Oh, I knew, I knew but he said that like about in the hospital they're reducing the, the hot, the quarantine days because you know, of the economy and people were like, and you could see that the people that were super COVID lovers were like, who the fuck does he think he is? Like oh, the economy, it's not his job. He should be saving people. Why are we doing well, this? And it was like, they're like, you you're see God the, since you've subscribed to him for the last year and a half. Yeah. And it was funny seeing people freak out. Cause they're like, what, what, what do you mean? We're going to five days. This is dangerous. Well, wait a minute before you were telling me to listen to the expert, which you said is this guy. And now like it's all people are starting to see that. Yeah. But then, like I said, that, I think I sent that video I sent you with the kids where because of Omicron and the kids being hospitalized, was it infected more or whatever it was? Oh, it was hospitalized more. There's a clip of him out there that says, um, the nice thing is he was on MSNBC. I said, 
is that we're having kids in the hospital that are infected with COVID, but not hospitalized because, because of COVID. Of COVID. Yeah. And then he went on to say that we still count those as that they're still counted as COVID yeah. hospitalizations. Which people have been saying from the get go. Right. And before, if you said that in 2020, blasphemy, you were like Heretic. thought as this, yes, yeah, yeah. super conspiracy theorists that like we're counting the hospital systems are counting these as, and it was like, okay, like there's some, there's some common sense that's coming back in and people are saying that, you know what, you might try to ignore what happened a year ago or change it. But what was Corey telling us uh, last night that he has um, a friend who's an EMT. And so when they pick uh, when they have to go pick up a, a patient, they have to mark on the intake form if they're vaccinated if they're or, or not. Oh, yeah, vaccinated or not and positive. And then what did he say after that though? Why, why would you, why, why do they require that? That you mark I, so what was he, no, he I don't was remember if there saying, was a, like if, if he knew the reason. Do they mark if they're fat or not? <laughs> um, I don't think so. So he was saying that they had to mark well, if they were vaccinated or not, and then how each oh it was the boosters if they've had both of the like both shots or the one shot so to be completely vaccinated if they haven't had their boosters, the EMTs have to mark unvaccinated. Yeah, they're not considered vaccinated. So, I mean, they're, they're just... So the EMT the is saying how, like, the numbers that they're using is wrong. Because you could have had your full vaccination. Like, where I work, they didn't... You don't need the boosters so, to be fully vaccinated. And, and so... And I heard that, too. So now maybe the hospital is reporting on people that are hospitalized that are unvaccinated. unvaccinated. Exactly. That's that what have may have actually been and vaccinated just, without a booster. They just end up being exactly. in there with two shots, not the booster, for a broken leg... And they have COVID. Now they're an unvaccinated hospital state. hospitalized exactly. by COVID. And it was like, and it, what just hit me was like, oh, he's saying it. Like he just said it. Like he just said what, what people were saying was conspiracy yeah. theory and craziness last year. Yeah. Like, so more people that see, not necessarily the particulars of what they're saying and what this whole thing is, but saying, seeing that within two years that these people have completely changed the narrative and it's not, and the people are like, well, you know, because you learn new information, so you change your mind. Anyone like you for that? Nope, I've had enough. My heartburn's not coming back. Okay. So, like, there, because the, the weird thing to me is the argument is, like I said, it's people are like, well, you know, you they learn, they change their mind. That's what you should do. But also, they're ignoring the emails and different things that people have said that, no. like, no, like, well, and, and the, the maliciousness brought on by some people to others because they didn't agree. And then a year later you realize, Oh, now I, there's a Twitter account. Was it, I think it's defiant L's like loss, like where it, it'll like they'll pull tweets from the same person like a year apart. Those didn't age well. Oh, and they're so funny because they're like, they'll be like, uh, like the president's an easy one. Cause they're like, fuck Donald Trump, blah, blah, whatever. And then like a year and a half later, um, they're like anybody, you know, who is basically saying F the president or this, that, whatever, um, you know, is, is showing that they're like an irresponsible citizen, like of this country and they don't like uphold democracy and everything else. No. It's like, uh, but bro, <laughs> that's like, you just said like, it's, so you see these, the, um, the hypocrisy of people. And that's it. Like, I think more and more people are starting to see just the ridiculousness. Like, Hey, let's just be nice. And, not be so determinate on one certain thing, especially when you don't know 
I, I'm still just so like, I'm still confused about the lack of early outpatient protocols to treat this thing. And I don't understand. And I've asked some smart people in some hospital systems that do not offer that. And there's yeah. lots of hospitals that don't. And some of their reasons didn't make sense to me. And, and I respect them and they're smart people, but they said logistically, it, it would be, it'd be tough to, you'd have to add staff, you'd have to add. And I said, we came up with a vaccine. How quickly? Like logistically, right. we were able to do something that typically takes decades to come out with immediately. So you're telling me that we can't, add some different nurses to triage people in the ER. And if their oxygen saturation is above a certain amount, or we have these, this algorithm of parameters that they don't need to be hospitalized, we send them with this outpatient protocol. And they've done plenty of studies on these multi-drug you know, medications to combat the systems. Right. And these, you know, McCullough and, and uh, Pierre Corey and... Malone talks a lot about the, the hospital system too in that. And I, I just, I don't understand. And, and I don't know if it's still true, but I, I think McCauley even said, uh, you know, that Harvard and the Mayo Clinic and they don't have these early outpatient protocols. And I mean, obviously, you know, as well as I do, I've been treating for over a year, hundreds of patients. And I, I would like to think it's not just because I got lucky with the medications that I treat with that not a single one of those hundreds of patients have had to go to the hospital. Right. And it's, it's like, what, what are we, what are we doing? Like, why are these institutions not putting together early outpatient protocol? Right. And I think that's t to a, a person that really thinks about and considers it, or even if you don't, and it's just, I think it kind of sub, subconsciously gets implanted in you. If you have people that are sick and we're, we're calling this, you know, this deadly, crazy worldwide, obviously it's a it's big thing. And I get like the cold. Hey, sorry. There's, you know, you can treat your symptoms, this, that, whatever, but it is what it is, you know, deal with it. I mean, ish. I mean, there, there are no ish, but like yeah. for the, for the most part, it's like, I get, that's why like, there's a, it's kind of a brush off thing because it's not that dangerous. Now I don't think COVID's that dangerous unless you're elderly and you know, you have the comorbidities, whatever, but barring that you would, you would think you'd take it, look at the, the person and the actual case by case where it's all right, you have something we've tested you, you're positive. Um, you're not severely ill, but you do, and even this is just being not even cautious, but like skimpy on the treatment. I don't know what the right words for that. So you skimpy, <laughs> like, all right, you fit into this demographic or whatever it is that you're, you're at a higher risk for this thing. True. You're not sick now. So, but you're, you, you fit into this demographic. So instead of us just saying, come back, come to the hospital when you're really, really, really sick going Here's a little care package. Take this, this, you which, know, whatever which other countries do, right? Whichever the drug, whichever the drugs are, whatever they are. Yeah. Take this, treat you because we know that you are at risk for this thing True. that could kill you. So here's some treatment instead of wait until you have to go to the ER and be admitted to the hospital because you you're dying. Can you imagine if we just started doing that with other diseases? <sighs> Don't we? <laughs> I mean, in a sense. No, right? I mean, I, do, no, right? I mean, we we don't though. We treat. I'm saying, if someone comes in with chest pain. Oh, you mean yeah, yeah, yeah. the other way? That, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. No, like, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm I got if you come in with yeah. chest pain. Like if we that's did a, the reverse. That's a priority. Yeah. You know, we're gonna. Do well, you're not technically you. dying, gonna... so go home and let us know when you are. Yeah, and then they just. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you had a heart attack. You had a stroke. Well, fuck, we shocked him three times. We put the paddles on him. Should have been more severe, I guess. Man, 
He was unvaxxed. <laughs> we put the paddles on him. But was he, or did he just not have his boosters? Yeah. I don't know. That that that's yeah. I don't get that at all. Two out of three, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I think. But I think that's the um, going back to the end of that clip that we played with Robert Malone. Like, I think we just need to talk more with people, and people just need to like. Because I've talked to both sides of tons of issues where. Like people, like we're having this conversation or it'd be a group of people having this conversation and one person will be like, no, no, no. And they, they expect like support from you because they know that you kind of tie, like you kind of understand their viewpoint. And for the most part, you agree with the person, but then like, so f for instance, you know, maybe not, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to think how to explain this, but. I thought you just forgot my name there for a hot second. No, no, I didn't forget your name. I was I, I, I was going to set up an example, but I don't think it would have made any more sense. So I just stopped. So we'll just refresh. Rewind all the way back. So I've been in situations where you're having a conversation with multiple people, and one person has one stance, the other person has the opposite stance. And like both are kind of looking at you like, well, you agree with me because of this, or you agree with me because of that. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I also disagree with both of you. And here's why, here's this, like people, a lot of people want to have an argument just to have an argument, not to provide, you know, substantial and supportive facts and data. And that's what I think we've tried to do. It's like, all right, I get what you're saying, but here's some data. You, you take this information and do with it what you want. Like, if you want my opinion, I really give many people like my opinion because half the time i don't even know what it is anymore <laughs> like, i don't i'm just like so busy sucking in like the statistics and data it's like I and mean, that's what i try and do with my patients like i just try and educate them with facts and then they have to digest the facts and make their own decisions in terms of what's going to be best for them so be it the vaccine be it whatever other medications yeah. Yeah, and to me that makes sense. Like, here's the information. Here's all the information. I'm not going to hold the information back. Here's the information that I think that I have and that I think I know that I've seen. Yeah. When did it become? It when did will. it become acceptable to not ask questions? Well, or that or, or give both sides of pros and cons. Yeah, it does seem it's very. It's so everything is partisan, and I don't know if it's intended to be political, but. It, it, it does seem to fall on those lines though, doesn't it? Like yeah. you have to, you have to this, that, whatever. And then as soon as like you say one thing that somebody agrees with, and then you say something else they disagree with, they're like, wait a minute. Like, I thought you were on my side. Like they're on anybody's side here. I'm just on the side of signs and yeah, facts. I'm just trying to live my life, man. I'm not trying to, you know, not be on your side. Like do with the, unless you have some information that I don't know. Yeah. You know, I try to take that approach across the board with everything. I try to. I'm not saying I always do such a great job, but I try. I guess, and then the next question is, well, what happens when that information that's factual starts getting canceled or you're directed away from that factual information? That's the tough part because the trick is, is on any, from any direction, it's, you see how easy it is now to, if there's information, it's very easy to put in a little bit of ugh, almost I even thinking the word feels gross. Um, it's, it's so easy to put a little bit of disinformation yeah. into it intentionally. And then 
blow the whole thing up to make it look ridiculous. Like it's like, that's, it just, it seems very bad actorish, like intentionally. So then like, it really just turns people off. And I think that's the point where we're at where more and more people are starting to realize that there's a lot of bad actors on all the sides. Yeah. I, I've just, I mean, I've heard a ton of people like, yeah, I'd say a ton of people. Do they just don't even want to talk about COVID anymore? I don't either, but it's so disgusted. hard. Like, yeah, like I'm done with the, I'm done talking about the idea of it. Now it's more so of a, all right, how can, how's, I only like, what's really going to affect us? Like, cause it's, it's, it's I think maybe that's what gets us past it. As everyone's like, no, I'm done. Yeah. Like, screw you. Like, the more you want to talk about, you know, legislation and putting in rules and all, like, no, like I'm just fucking done. And that's probably the best, honestly, the best response we could ever hope for is for people being like, just fucking leave me alone. I just want to live my life. Leave me alone. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. I don't know. Well, like I said, hopefully your, uh, 2022 prophecy is. I'm feeling good about it. It's good. I'm feeling optimistic. It's and good. I usually don't. I know you don't. That's why I was surprised. Yeah. I would say this is the first, last year, like this is the first time I've, I've, it's tilted towards optimism for a while there, like mid 2021, like through like that third quarter of 2021, I was not feeling so great. (laughs) I was not, I was like, Oh God. I was like, I'm going to keep my mouth shut from now on because this has gotten a lot worse. But luckily there were some, you know, cooler heads prevailed and, I don't know. I just, I just want people to have a good life and I don't want to fuck with people. I surely don't want people fucking with me, especially if it's some kind of fucking government. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want your business. Cause you can't find a private Island anywhere. Just do your thing. Those are all gone. Fucking settlers. Colonious bastards. <laughs> 2022. Coming in. Pew, pew. I'll be the militia if I have to. COVID cowboy over here. <laughs> Yeehaw. Happy 2022, motherfuckers. Yippee Kai A. It's not a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> the winner fucks the prom queen. That's a Christmas movie I could get down with. All right. Yeah, I think that's that pretty much wraps it up. We're out. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. Remember, check out the website, chronic-curiosity.com to join us at the forum, have some fun, interaction, pick you up a comfy t-shirt, or if you just want to support the show and donate, all that is on the website as well. Thank you. Until next time. See you.